Welcome to It's Your Community with Vanessa Denha, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to It's Your Community. Vanessa Denha Garmo here with Epiphany Communications and Coaching. Our next guest is uh, joining us again here on It's Your Community. He is the longest sitting mayor in the city of Westland. Mayor Westland, uh, Mayor Bill Wild is joining us, and he's here to talk with us about many events in Westland and also a new position he'll be taking at the start of the new year. Welcome, Mayor Bill Wild. Mayor, how are you? Hi, Vanessa. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm doing great, and uh, it's uh, nice to be back on the air with you. And uh, things are going great here in the city of Weston as we're about to kick off our annual Shop and Dine campaign. I love this campaign. Um, I've I've been involved with you kicking this off for several years. You do such a great job in inviting people to remember to shop local and shop in Westland. So tell our listeners about the Shop and Dine campaign that you do every year. So. Is, is a lot of people uh, know is that the city of Westland was actually named after the shopping center, uh, Westland Shopping Center. And uh, we've built a local economy around that shopping center for years. And um, shopping and dining in Westland has really turned into uh, the, the driver of our local economy. And we're actually kicking off our 13th annual shop and dine campaign. And it, and it kind of kicks off this week. And it's just a multifaceted uh, marketing strategy where we we run tv commercials and radio commercials and print ads and digital ads and even billboards and uh, the message is just uh, basically to drive traffic to the city of westland to our shop and dine district which is uh, the whole area around westland shopping center and it's hard to believe vanessa but just in that one uh, area of westland there's over 160 shops and restaurants and services so it's really a great place uh, do your holiday season shopping and we like to say that we have everything you want and everything you need yeah you do and you have all kinds of small businesses what i love about it mayor is that not only do you have the shopping mall you have great restaurants you have a little boutique type of shops you can make an entire day out of spending the day shopping and dining in westland you could literally start with breakfast shop lunch shop dinner shop <laughs> it sounds like you may have done that before <laughs> i think i have a couple times <laughs> so can you talk to us about that because i the restaurants there are awesome too yeah you know we, we we're, we're known for the shopping but there's really been uh over the last several years just uh uh just a new flurry of new uh, restaurants coming to town and we've got all the, the the national chains and they all do really well like texas roadhouse and um red lobster and applebee's and red robin and they all do really well and they're all located in the district but we've got lots of uh you know i, I tell people we have an emerging food scene in westland and we have you know great um sushi restaurants and Mexican restaurants and we just opened up uh, the new Egyptian cafe and we've got a, a creperie that just opened up and uh, a new place called Kung Fu Dumplings that just makes the most uh, authentic uh, dumplings you've ever seen and so then you, you mix in all the steaks and barbecue and uh, burgers and chicken wings and we've got a little bit of something for everybody here. You've been so passionate Mayor 
since um, you took the seat of being mayor, in fact, when you were on city council, I'm sure, of really promoting the small businesses in Westland. Why did that become such a passion of yours so right away uh, in your time as mayor and serving the city as a public servant? Probably two things. One is, you know, I, I, I'm a former small business owner and I know how difficult uh, it is to be a small business owner. And then, um, so I, I've always, I guess, had that, had that in me and I wanted to help promote our, our folks because I know that they, they struggle sometimes against some of the, the national chains for, you know, a lot of times they're, they're struggling for uh, marketing and market share and, and hiring employees. It, and it's just tough. Mm. And then, then the other part of that is with Westland's economy, you know, we're, we're built locally here around our small businesses and our job creation in Westland, you know, the, the days of opening big factories are over <clears throat> now, nowadays. It's, you know, we're, we're, we're creating jobs, you know, one, one uh, business at a time. So uh, it's been real easy for me, and it's something that um, you know that I'm just passionate about. So I probably uh, have spent quite a bit of time on that as, during my time as mayor. So you're bringing that experience, your small business experience, and your experience as mayor to your new position as the president and CEO of the Midwest Independent Retailers Association, also known as Mira. So tell us about that, Mayor. What prompted that change for you, and what are you hoping to bring to that new position? Well, um, I, I, I got to tell you, I, I mean, I, I'm just uh, so honored that, that uh, you know, prestigious uh, historic organization, uh, you know, like like the, uh, Mira had reached out to me and asked if I would consider managing their, uh, their organization because, uh, you know, they've been the voice for the food, beverage, and petroleum industry since 1910. And, you know, when you look back at some of the people that have led this organization, uh, there there's some of uh, some very uh, prominent people that have done great things in the state of Michigan. So um, I was honored that they asked me to to take a look at it. And the more I I, I took a look at it, the more I saw this was a, an organization. I thought that you know my background and my talents and and my passion would uh, line up with well. And at the end of the day, I I being the mayor of my hometown has been the the honor of my life both professionally and personally. Um, but we've got some good leadership coming up in Westland and the city's uh, in a very good spot right now. So um, I took a good hard look at it. And the more I took a look at it, the more it seemed like uh, the right fit for me and my family's excited about, about the new uh, career change as well. So, you know, um, when you look back at your time as the mayor of Westland, what are you most proud of, Mayor? Looking and and you you served on the city council for years prior to becoming the mayor, so you have many many years serving the city. Yeah, well, you know, I grew up in in Westland and I went to school in Westland. My wife did, and my family did, and then uh, yeah, I got involved actually on the planning commission back in 1999 for a couple years, and six years on the council, and 16 as mayor. So. I've got 24 years of uh, public service in, in our community. And when I look back about what I'm proud of, you know, it's it's probably, you know, just our collection of uh, of work. And, you know, I'm super proud of the the new city hall that we were able to create. And, you know, we, we've done some major investments in every corner of the city. You know, one of the things that I learned from my dad was you always have to take care of your house. You got to, you know, you got to, even in business, if you don't have your 
your your business and you know you got to have your business in a good shape so i i came in and, and westland had buildings all throughout the city and they were antiquated and undersized so we we consolidated and we fixed up our buildings and we've we've put money in city hall the library the police station our senior center you know the list goes on and on we, we've invested to me that that's an investment in our residents and our future and we've done the same thing with roads and sewers and um, we've we've worked on our finances and we bonded out our pension debt so the city's going to be in a good shape moving forward and we've got a three-year balanced budget so it's hard to say that one thing but just overall the overall work the, the overall work that we did and the team that we put in place um, I feel very uh, good about the work that we did you know and what are your hopes for uh, the future of Westland in terms of like, you know, well, actually explain to us first, Mayor, how does it work when you take a new position, just so people understand it, when you take a new position in the middle of one of your terms, does city council vote? How does that work? So our listeners understand who will become the next mayor, how does it, how that work, how that process works? So I, I should tell you listeners, so in Westland, mayor is a, a full-time position. We don't have a city manager. So whoever's the, the mayor will actually be the chief executive for the city. And so if the if the mayor vacates uh, the office, then the city council will appoint. Um, so I'll be stepping down in mid-January. So the city council will appoint an interim mayor, which will serve until the next general election, which will be next fall. There is a regularly scheduled city council mm -hmm. meeting. So the interim mayor will be able to come in and, and lead the city uh, for a year before the next election. And then at that election, it'll be to serve out the remainder of, of my, my term. And uh, Vanessa, that's actually the way I got an office. Uh, yeah. the, the mayor before me had, had ran for district court judge and it. I was on the city council at the time. So I was appointed and um, you know, our, our city's going to be okay. It's a, I'm sure it'll be a little political um, as that works its way out, but we got a lot of good leadership coming up and um I know the city's uh, going to be okay. What are your hopes for your new position as president and CEO of Mira Midwest Independent Retailers Association? You bring a lot to the table. You're you know, not only years of experience as a mayor, a small business owner, but you, you're also very connected in the in the region and the state. So, you know, what are your hopes for that position and what you plan to bring to it? Well, I I know that as as I you know, went through the process there, uh, they were looking for somebody that could come in and help grow the association. And I've always been growth minded. So that that part, um, I think I'm going to work hard to do that. Um, I think that um, we can, with with my skill sets and my, my political background and my relationships, I think that we can raise the, uh, the political um, prestige and, and maybe the the political clout of of Mira and we're gonna we're gonna be involved we're gonna be involved with the Detroit Regional Chamber and the Detroit Economic Club and the business leaders of Michigan so I, I expect that we're gonna be at the table and we're gonna have a voice in uh, you know how the you know at least in Michigan here how Southeast Michigan uh, moves forward and we're gonna be strong in Lansing you know we have to. Uh, we have to really uh, make sure that at the state level that 
that the legislature understands that the laws, how they impact uh, retailers and, and how retailers play a role in the communities. So um, I think it's going to be a good opportunity for uh, for myself and for the uh, the association to really uh, raise our profile there. We're, we're going to work hard to do that. I love that focus, Mayor, on connecting, collaborating, and communicating with other thought leaders in the region. We're big proponents of that here in the community. We bring guests just like yourself to talk about that collaborating because we all need to work together. And you know that from your experience as a mayor that you don't do things alone. You know, collaboration is really important in politics, crossing the political aisle uh, so you can get along and get things done is important. You're one of those people that understand that. So, you know, talk to us about that, that that collaborative effort, because I think it's really kind of second nature for you uh, to collaborate and connect with people to move towards a goal. You know, and that's 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 one of the things I do love about my job as mayor that I'm looking forward to with this new role is that um, you can't do it alone. And and um, I'm going to try to make sure that we're connected and. I had a, a saying here in Westland that um, I would encourage all of our board, our uh, directors to serve on boards and commissions and at the regional and state level. And I used to say is that, you know, if you're not at the table, you're on the menu. So uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a great quote. I but, love you it. Know, with, with, with the new position, you know, we're going to, we're going to, you know, I'm going to count on my relationships in Detroit with, with Mayor Duggan and the other elected officials and at the, at, at Lansing with, uh, with the governor and, uh, you know, both sides of the house and the Senate and in the business community, I've got a lot of relationships there that um, we're going to make sure that um, we, we find the right partners so that we can, uh, you know, drive growth in the, in our association, but also make sure that, that we're leveling the playing field for, for our, our members, um, you know, in this changing marketplace. Mayor, I've known you for many years. I've never heard you say that quote. I, I absolutely <laughs> love it. That's got to be one of your signature quotes. That, that's awesome. If you're not on the table, if you're not at the table, you're on the menu. Awesome quote. <laughs> you know, what advice do you have, Mayor, uh, for other public servants who want to run for office? I mean, you have years of experience running a city, working with other elected leaders, people listening who may want to get involved in the public in public service. What would you say to them? Well, I, I would encourage them to do so. And, and they've got to uh, they got to get past the the, the social media part where, um, you know, I think social media is keeping a lot of good people out of public service right now. And um, you just got to find a way to connect with, with uh, the residents and you just got to get involved. I mean, and you got to have a heart, you know, one, one of the things that um, I, I tell people, you know, what makes a good mayor. And I always say is that you need somebody that with a, with a head of a CEO and a heart of a social worker, because uh, you gotta, you gotta be smart and, and, because you're making mm. decisions that affect uh, people's lives and livelihood and also uh, taxpayer dollars. And, but at the end of the day, you know, one of the things that our organizations always try to do is we we've always just tried to take care uh, of people and, you know, not everybody calls city hall every day looking for help, but there's certain people that when they need help, we're there for them. And, you know, I tell other mayors that you have to, uh, you know, you should always try to do, all that you can and, and more than you should. And if you do that, I think you're going to be okay. 
You know, I think there needs to be the Bill Wild isms now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm rolling them all out. So yeah, I know yeah, I'm yeah. going to be with my dad on Thanksgiving. A lot of those I think I learned from him. That's uh, tell him, tell him I think they're awesome. Uh, head of a CEO and a heart of a social worker. What great advice. And we're talking with uh, Westland Mayor Bill Wild, who's taking on a new position coming in the mid of in mid January of the new year as president and CEO of the Midwest Independent Retailers Association. And, you know, what does Westland look like for the rest of the year? Just a few weeks left of this year, not not much longer, but what does it look like? Well, we're, we're definitely all in on our shop and dining campaign. And then uh, we're going to follow that up with, um, we do our annual tree lighting ceremony, which is coming up the first week of December, where we invite uh, Mr. and Mrs. Claus to town. We light up Westland City Hall and the fire department will be out there that night supplying uh, plenty of hot chocolate and, and goodie bags. And then <clears throat> then we're going to come back right after the first of the year with with uh, which I'm going to call my final state of the city address. Uh, we're going to do that on uh, January 12th, a Thursday night around six o'clock. And we're actually going to do that Vanessa, there's a brand new uh, banquet facility that's opening up their doors. Uh, this will be one of the first events there. It's called the Soho Grand. Oh, cool. And, uh, it's right in the Westland Shop and Dine District. Their grand ballroom holds over a thousand people. And so we're going to showcase that for the state of the city. And then uh, my my final official duties with the city will be to uh, host our annual Martin Luther King Day event here on January 16th. So um, we got lots of uh, good stuff coming up, and I'm looking at working hard right to the very end. Mayor uh, Bill Wild here, the mayor of Westland, taking on a new position. What else do you want to share with our listeners here on Itcher Community, mm -hmm. Mayor, about leadership, the region, the future of this region, and the work that you're going to be doing in 2023? Any any last words you want to share with our listeners here? You know, I I, I just think that, uh, you know, with the holidays coming up, it's just a great time for folks to uh, try to reconnect with family. And there, there's so much division out there when you look at politics and some of the national stuff. But when you get down to the local level, I mean, it's all about family and friends and, you know, try to surround yourself with positive people and, and people that uplift you. And, um, you know, I, I've got three kids that are going, you know, one, my son's in college and I have two daughters are in high school. And. I just encourage them to to surround themselves with people that are successful and that are positive. And um, if, if they do so, um, they'll go a long way. So Vanessa, it's always a, an honor being on, on your show. And I've always enjoyed our conversations and our friendship. No, me too, Mayor. I am, I'm excited for you. I've loved working with you uh, in the city of Westland. And I know a lot of people are excited for you and I'm, I'm excited to see what you're going to do. I love that connecting, collaborating and communicating with other leaders in the region. I think that's imperative for Mira. And I think you're going to, you're like the perfect person to do just that. Thank you, Mayor Wild, for being with us here on It's Your Community. My pleasure. Thank you. Any questions or comments or topics you want us to get to, you can get to me, Vanessa Denha. You can go to any of my social media platforms. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram, Epiphany Communications and Coaching on Facebook. You can also go to my website, Epiphany Communications and Coaching. You can see my email and phone number there. Reach out to me personally. We're always looking for story ideas, guests to talk to, topics, uh, highlighting wonderful things going on in the region. As a communication strategist and leadership and life coach, I wanted to share some communication tips with all of you today. I wanna to share some tips for leaders. 
when is the last time you have gone on a listening tour in your office? Listening can help leaders learn to inspire, motivate, coach team members to reach goals and improve your own listening skills through coaching. And one of the tools that I love to use is the Gallup Strengths Assessment because it really helps you understand what your top 10 talents are. And I use it all the time in my coaching. And I'm actually um, giving this away for Christmas for anybody who buys for coaching sessions. So you can reach me at Epiphany Communications and Coaching and find out more. And um, something I also love to share with people as well is tools I've learned when I went, went through the Dale Carnegie course. And I've had uh, leaders in Dale Carnegie here on Itcher Community. And this is a great advice to share as we're heading into the holiday season, uh, especially with how we communicate with our friends, right? With our friends and family and um, the way we communicate with our friends and family. And so Dale Carnegie recently shared some tips during the holiday season in terms of the way we communicate. And I wanted to share that with all of you. So when you're with your friends and family at the dinner table, think about how to diffuse tension and not create it. So getting along with friends and family isn't always easy. And with um, the holiday season, uh, and dinner table conversations, we got to think about these things. So here are some fun tips and suggestions, right? Uh, that are part of the Dale Carnegie principles. Don't criticize, condemn, or complain. Seek to understand people. Remember that when Aunt Sue gives you unsolicited advice on how to bring up your children, seek to understand her. Perhaps she is just trying to connect with you. Give honest, sincere appreciation. Someone may make or bring something delicious. Tell them, how much you loved it. Show them that you care by telling them how much you love what they brought. Arouse in other person an eager want. How can you get someone to want to help you clean up the table and dishes before heading back to watch television? You know that Christmas story? Become genuinely interested in other people. Maybe you'll learn something that sparks an idea for um, a gift for them one day. You know, really ask questions. Smile. Smile like your life depends on it. This is a definitely a trait of my husband. He's a big proponent in smiling, and he always tells our daughter this, smile, it makes people feel good. Remember that a person's name is that to a person, the most sweetest sound and the most important word. So remember people's names. So if someone brings a guest to the dinner table, remember their name. Be a good listener. This is what I just talked about. Encourage others to talk about themselves. Yes, we know that Sometimes that great aunt can be annoying and, and talks a lot, but maybe you can learn something new from her by really just being an attentive listener. Talk in terms of the other person's interest. We know that Grandpa Joe can't talk about anything else but golf, but perhaps he has other interests like cars or something else that might interest you. And finally, make the other person feel important and do it sincerely. Take some time to think about something special to say or do for someone else. The more unique and specific it is, the greater chance you'll be grateful for the days to come. So just some communication tips as we head into uh, get deeper into this holiday season and go to these family gatherings or these corporate events. Just think about how we communicate with one another. These are tips that I often share with my clients with Epiphany Communications and Coaching with my family and friends. And, and think about the way we communicate really affects how we relate to one another. Remember, communication can either break relationships or build them. 
communications can affect the way we work as teams in the workplace, how we get along with family and friends. And oftentimes these family gatherings during these holiday seasons prompt conversations that are critical. And if we don't come at it in a very constructive way, they can become chaotic. And we know there, you know, many of us are very passionate about things going on in the world. But anytime we start talking about, we know those two subjects, right? Politics and religion, it could get tense in a family. And we don't want to do that. We don't want to ruin our holiday season by having critical conversations in a very unconstructive way. So we want to come at it with kindness, with information, with knowledge. So these tips are a great way to bring us together as a family, unite people, meet people where they're at on their own journey. Seek to understand somebody before trying to be understood. That is a Stephen Covey principle in the Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. I use all these tools in my communications work uh, in my company, Epiphany Communications and Coaching with my clients, and they're very, they're so valuable and they work. And we can use these tips with our friends and family at the dinner table this holiday season. So just remember, if you have any show topics, guest ideas, I'd love to hear from you. I am on all the social media platforms. You can find Vanessa Denhagarmo on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on Instagram. You can find my company, Epiphany Communications and Coaching, on Facebook. You can also go to my website and email me, info at epiphanyccc.com, or you can shoot me a text message, whatever works for you. As always, we remind all of you, our listeners, to connect, communicate, and to collaborate with your community. We'll catch you next time right here on It's Your Community. It's Your Community, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR.